This episode is brought to you by ClickFunnels. ClickFunnels is a tool we use here at Boss Free Society. You can easily create opt-in and lead capture pages, sales order pages, webinar pages, auto webinars, and membership sites. You can get a two-week free trial by going to bossfreesociety.com forward slash click and special for our boss free ballers when you sign up to get your free trial we will send you a complete sales funnel built by russell brunson shut the front door tim yes it's true patty it is true and again you can find that at bossfreesociety.com forward slash click Do you believe there is more to your career than waiting for the gold watch in 40 years? Did you know that the average American spends 200 hours a year commuting to a job they probably hate? Does it frost your ass to get a 2% raise that barely keeps up with the rate of inflation? Have you ever worked for a boss hole? We know how you feel, and we want to help. Welcome to the Boss Free Society Podcast, your entertaining entrepreneur therapy session with your hosts, Tim Wambach and Patty Dominguez. Couch not included. Patty, we are back with another edition of He Said, She Said. He says she said they're my favorite because we get to riff and we've gotten some feedback in our reviews. We're always super thankful for reviews because it let us know some areas for improvement. And apparently, Tim, you and I have too much of a rapport. I know. Someone actually said that we agree too much on this podcast. It's so weird because I don't think we've ever really had an argument about anything. Yeah, at least not on air. We definitely haven't. No, but even off air, I don't even think that we've ever like bitched at each other. Oh, I think we that's I mean that's really one of the reasons why we started this is cuz we were we were always having different conversations and we we kept bringing I thought I always thought that we kept bringing the level up and with what we talked about with what we were, you know, engaging upon, it it lended itself for us to doing it more, right? Damn it, Tim. I'm gonna... <laughs> Patty, I will not stand for that language. We were not going to be using our improv skills anymore. There's going to be no improv skills. But, so that let's jump off there for those who maybe not understand the whole improv thing. Improv is a lot of yes and. And we we actually interviewed an awesome person for this an improviser, John Jonathan Keaton, who I'm not sure exactly when this one He's is airing. He's so if, if this will be when but Jonathan Keaton um, we interviewed him and he he's a professional improviser but I think I think that has been something that we've used to our advantage of being yes and and, and going in the same direction we understand and um, I think we're going to start looking for things that maybe we don't have agree on so much so we can kind of take it down a notch right yeah like a healthy debate healthy debate would be good yes, I'm ready I'm going to bring out my boxing gloves bring it maybe, on maybe we should you know bring in politics and religion and oh, we can really shit. go in <laughs> <laughs> there you go that i'm sure that'll go over well today patty what are we doing today what the, he said she said that the topic that we're that we're gonna be synthesizing and agreeing way too much on okay so our topic for today is how to choose the most effective social media platform for your brand and i don't necessarily know how we can possibly have an objection on on this particular topic but our intention with this is 
really to help not necessarily give you a deep dive overview of every single social media platform. I mean, there's so many out there, but we're going to give you just some thoughts around how we have determined the social media platforms that are working really well for us. And then just some tips in general that hopefully will be helpful for you as you're deciding where what social media platforms are going to work for you. Yeah, like I mean, with with the way social media is, so many different things can is at your is at your disposal. But you really have to know what you're doing so that you're reaching your audience, right? So, just I have a couple quick stories about some platforms that uh, my business has used uh, effectively. So, first thing story is Twitter. We've been on Twitter for a few years. And we're, you know, we're in the, I guess the best way to describe it was we're in the special needs community. So a lot, we get a lot of different followers who are in that space. And you're talking about handicapped handicapped this, this, correct. Exactly. I'm sorry. Yeah. With handicapped this. So, you know, we definitely tweet out a lot of different, you know, we, we blog, um, we have a lot of different things in our, in our uh, repertoire. And we started connecting with this uh, young woman who lived in South Dakota and, and we started going back and forth, and then she did a guest blog for us, and, and it turned out that she worked for the University of South Dakota, and because of our Twitter uh, relationship, she was able to bring our show to campus, and we, Mike and I performed a handicap this at the University of South Dakota, and that was built strictly through a Twitter relationship, right? So you know, and it's really about engaging because that's anything that we're going to talk about today with the platforms and your brand, it's all about engagement. It's not about numbers. It's not about, you know, how many followers you have. Now, obviously, the more followers you have, the more chance for engagement. But really, what you're looking for is quality, 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 quality. And that's how it works with, with the platforms that you're going to be using. You got to be strategic in how you're posting. Now, another real quick story. This is this is actually, a, it's a funny story, but we, we last year we just started on Instagram. I think we started on Instagram like in April of last year, 2014. My brother in law is on Instagram and I liked one of his photos. Our Instagram handle is Handicap This. Someone that was friends with my brother in law saw the name Handicap This and she, and she was like, well, That sounds interesting. What is that? And she clicked on our profile and she was looking for a speaker at a park district and she was looking for uh, a speaker for orientation for camp counselors that because i liked the photo and she hired us and that's just the power of of social media so for us here at boss Free society twitter has been really big for us it's just been so cool to connect with different people there was a, a twitter chat <laughs> that was done by daniel daniel bauer uh, underscore better schools at underscore better schools. So he was, he started a Twitter chat. We were able to connect with Aaron Walker, who is uh, from episode 47. 47. Good call. Yeah. Episode 47. Really great guy. He talked about being in a mastermind with the likes of Dave Ramsey. I mean, like just OGs in the space, a very, very high level mastermind. Who would have thought he would have been on a a Twitter chat? And so Tim and him connected and we got together and, you know, he's been on our show. He just, he's such a wonderful person. He's great. He's great. Yeah. And we've actually had a couple of other instances where just people connecting. I mean, I know AJ Amex. He and I connected on Twitter as well. AJ. He's a Twitter rock star. Yeah, he really is. So really, I guess, before we jump in, what we're really talking about is that social media platforms are all useful if you know how to use them. And really the first tip or the first really area we're going to do is you really want to go where your audience is. 
right? Like, so if you're, if you're trying to go attack the baby boomer crowd, let's just use that as an example, you probably aren't going to use Instagram as your main lead source for attracting those, those baby boomers. But really, it all depends on what you're trying to, trying to sell or what, who you're trying to connect with, who you're trying to engage. For that, it's really about go where your audience is, but when you understand who is in your audience, so who is that perfect customer? Who is that perfect person that you want to give a name, a characteristics to, that would be that would love that would be the perfect customer that buys from you every single time that loves your product or service can't get enough of it tells everybody about it and just is a big advocate for what you do so if you put some a face to that whether it's a male or female how old are they do they have kids what are the shop what do they read what do they watch etc and then you can most likely hone in very specifically on what social media platforms they're most likely to be hanging out at. So I, for example, I'm not on Snapchat at all. I actually downloaded Snapchat because my 14-year-old thought it'd be cool for me to do that. And I just like, I don't get it. I get it, but I don't understand understand it. I've not used Snapchat either. Exactly. It's it's a generational thing, I think. It Totally. And I think people, and and so the young kids are always like, well, my mom's on Instagram, so I'm going to move over to Snapchat. And then there's going to be something else. I know for us... Um, in terms of platform, which is actually uh, tip number two, is which platform, which platform makes sense for your business or service that you are promoting. For Tim and I, for Boss Free Society, it is Twitter and Facebook. We Absolutely. really, we are very committed to deep diving within those two particular platforms. It's not to say that we couldn't have more of a presence on LinkedIn or on Instagram when I mean, we're on we're on Pinterest, but it hasn't really allowed for those connections at the same level as we're getting on Twitter and on Facebook. And right now, you know, with you know, our bandwidth can can control the ones that we have right now. Um, like for for my for my business with Handicap, this you know, the first platform that we attacked was Facebook. And really, what the reason why I went after Facebook, obviously, it, it, it's kind of like the lead dog, and you know, there's the most people on there. But really, what I wanted to do is I wanted to build a community for social proof. That was where I was at. So if someone wanted to hire us, someone wanted to bring us in to speak, they would go to our Facebook fan page and be like, oh, my God, they have a huge following. And that was that was kind of really where, where my my feeling was with, with the platform was using our social media platforms as, as social proof that these guys are, you know, are the real deal. Well, it also allows for connections because I know that you guys have a very strong presence on Facebook. How many fans are you up to, Tim? Uh, we're just shy of 110,000 fans. Exactly. And I know because I've seen it before. Uh, Tim will post a picture and it gets like a thousand likes, you know. It's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. <laughs> so you have a captive audience is what it's all about, right? At the end of the day, it's where are you connecting with people and engaging with them so that you ultimately have a captive audience? Yeah, it's good for social proof, but more than anything, it's a captive audience because sure. you can have 110,000 people and you post a picture and it's crickets, because exactly. it's the wrong people. Exactly. But you very specifically targeted those people. You've created a relationship. They know to depend on you. I remember you saying that at times that you maybe forgot to post or whatever, people actually inbox you and say, hey, where's my post? <laughs> that, that's always, it's always fun to get that one. Uh, it's kind of like a double-edged sword. Like It's cool that they, you get it, but then you're like, I wasn't doing my job. <laughs> but it's really cool because it is all part of that engagement and that and that and that brand consistency, so to speak. Right. I'm speaking more on the branding front of it, but it is cool. It's like it's a, they 
it's a level that people come to expect. And, and that really kind of brings us to the, to the third tip, and that is what are your objectives? And I, and I mentioned with the last one with, with Facebook for Handicap This, our objective was, you know, social proof initially, you know, and, and, and obviously we, we, you know, built the community. But there are, there are so many different objectives that, that um, you could be after. You know, maybe it's improve your, the SEO, increase traffic to your site. And, and Patty, I mean, you're a brand expert, so you know, you know, increasing brand exposure, how important that is. But really, you know, at the bottom line, I think your objective should be, you know, to improve that customer engagement and really trying to to reach your your clients, your customers, your your people, almost in like a one to one for uh, sure atmosphere. Yeah, I have a comment to that on that last bullet point, improving your customer engagement. I mean, Pam Herman, who we had very early on in one of the episodes. Episode four, I believe. Episode four, Tim, you're so good. Um, She is really the customer service expert and is constantly talking about good examples of businesses that do customer service right. So that's a perfect example of how customer service via social media can really help you establish your brand equity, meaning a brand that is responsive, a brand that is uh, is really honoring their brand promise of good customer service. I mean, everybody talks about it being good customer service, but are really all companies really living it. And so that so if there's a company like Nordstrom, they're amazing. I mean, you could tweet them right now and they'll be all over it because they stand for that customer engagement and customer service. So again, it, depending on what your objectives are is really also where you're going to see that most engagement. For example, Google+, Plus, Stumble Upon YouTube, those are really the best platforms so that you can focus on your goals that are leaning toward improving SEO. Right. And that has everything to do with the fact that Google owns Google+, Plus and YouTube. And exactly, right? exactly. And so while Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest are great at driving traffic to your website. And so that's where if you have a really fantastic freemium um, that you want to drive traffic to, those would be a those would be great vehicles um, in order to do that. And then if you're the Kardashians, it doesn't matter where you are. <laughs> Kardashian Kim Kardashian just tweeted this was like I think last week about about a function that for Twitter, like she really would like to edit, be able to edit her post because once you post it, you can't edit it. And she tweeted that out, and the president of Twitter responded and it looks like they're going to be changing that aspect that feature that you're going to be able to edit a post if you like you know you misspell something or, or something like that are you kidding yeah well think of it kim kardashian i believe has 33 million twitter followers so the kardashians speak for social listen. capital yeah and, well yeah they, they do they have that it's that currency um you know followers can be currency when used correctly and obviously the, i would say unfortunately the kardashians have a lot of uh pull <laughs> yeah. but that might be a good one i don't know yeah yeah no that's really interesting that she yeah. would have that much clout but there you go there you have it so again just to recap on how to choose the most effective social media platform for your brand is go where your audience is again put some real context to what that perfect customer is what it is that they're looking for and how could they best find you and engage with you in order to become just just a rabid fan of yours, and then the platform. So where are they hanging out, right? If you go through that whole exercise, then you're going to know where they're hanging out. And then the objectives of what it is you want to achieve with your social media platform. And then the very last one is finding your target demographic on social media. Tim, you want to talk about that? Well, yeah. I mean, if your main objective for social media is to reach the largest community, 
then you're definitely going to want to focus on Facebook. That's where the you know the most eyeballs are on Facebook. But just because those are where the most eyeballs are doesn't always mean that it's going to be an engaged community or a community of your potential customers. It really depends on your specific niche, your you know what your brand is, what you know what you're trying to accomplish online. Um, so I, again, like I kind of said this earlier, you try not to focus only on the size of the community, but really it's it's about the potential to convert those community members into customers or brand advocates. There you go. Look at Tim talking about branding. Yeah, yes. I'm, I've learned from you, Patty. <laughs> so there you have it, guys. Those are the four tips. Also, hope that those have been helpful. Let us know where you're hanging out because we're hanging out on Twitter at Boss Free Society or on Facebook, Boss Free Society, or join the dojo where we are sharing tips, tricks, hacks on how to grow your business. And we'd love to collaborate with like-minded people like you. Well, I, was like you dis- I was going to disagree with you because the, you know <laughs> this is absolutely wrong. You're wrong. Well, this is bullshit, and I I hate that microphone you have. Yeah, thank you. I hate yours, too. (laughs) All right, there you have it. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the Boss Free Society podcast. If you want more, connect with us on Facebook at Boss Free Society fan page, Twitter at Boss Free Society, or join our group of other boss-free-minded peeps at the Boss Free Dojo on Facebook.